It's Crisco's Young Dr. Malone. Now in Three Oaks, Joe Pringle has just come home from work. He's saying to his wife, Bess, Any chance for a starving plumber to get a hand out here, lady? Well, now, I might be able to fix you a small sandwich. Sandwich, mm-hmm. eh? I'm in the mood for, oh, say, some nice roast beef and brown gravy. Which, by a curious coincidence, is exactly what we're having. Yeah, I know, I looked. <laughs> and didn't I see a pie in the oven? Mm-hmm. I put a Crisco apple pie in along with my roast. Mm. Well, I only hope it gets baked. This stove is getting so decrepit, I'm afraid any day now the oven will just give up. And speaking of this stove, Joe Pringle, I was in Morton's store today and just happened to ask where we stood on the list for a new stove. Oh, me. We're not even on the list. Well, I... I've been too busy to get over there. Oh, it's all right. I put our name down today. Uh, you did? Mm-hmm. Well, I'd better get my pie out of the oven. Oh, it sure looks good. Oh, say, while I was over at Mrs. Kennedy's on a job today, she was telling me how she served an apple pie at a bridge party. Hardly anybody could eat. I guess it was sort of embarrassing. Oh, I should think so. Anyway, I said to her, <clears throat> Madam, I said, what you need in your life is a can of Crisco. Mm-hmm. There's a pie crust recipe printed right on the label. You follow that recipe and you'll get tender, flaky pie crust every time. Well, good for you. Uh, my home training, you know. Well, I think you should tell all your women customers what a wonderful shortening Crisco is. And how Crisco and Crisco's pastry method turns out tender, flaky pie crust every time. And how digestible Crisco pie crust is. Yeah, and pretty soon people would say, look, here comes Joe Pringle, the Crisco kid. You know, that tender, flaky plumber. Oh, all right. But look, if you want some of the tender, flaky pie crust that's on my apple pie, you better go get washed up. Bess and Joe Pringle had been asleep for hours by the time Jerry Malone was able to leave the Deneens. It was almost two o'clock in the morning when Jerry finally climbed in his car after reassuring Lynn that her brother was not as seriously ill as he first seemed when he suddenly collapsed earlier tonight. But, reassured though she was, Lynn insisted on sitting at her brother's bedside the remainder of the night to watch over him. However, in spite of herself, Lynn has fallen off to sleep as Roger Deneen, kept awake by a strange feeling of anxiety, peeks in on her now. Lynn. Lynn. <laughs> Asleep in the armchair. Uh, him. Yes, he's asleep too. Uh, spoiled good for nothing. Written all over his face. Yeah, well, no point in disturbing them. Guess I won't get a wink of sleep tonight. Oh, confounded. Who the devil... Oh, I'm dreadfully sorry, Mr. Deneen. Mrs. Malone? Is this Mrs. Malone? Yes. Please excuse me, but I'm worried. Is my husband still there? Your husband? Why, he went home a long time ago. What? Uh, Wait. You mean to say he hasn't returned yet? No, he hasn't returned. You don't think... Did he have another call to make? I don't think... No, no, you misunderstand. I'm asking if he had another call. No, he was coming straight home. How odd. I hope you don't mind my calling you at this hour. No, no. Now, please wait a moment. Don't begin thinking horrible things. 
It wasn't such a long time ago. I'm just beginning to remember clearly. Or probably nothing more than a flat tire. Of course. I'll just hang up and I'll check. I'll call you back in 15 minutes. All right. Thank you. Yes, he may have gone to Huber, the all-night garage man. Yes, of course. You sit right where you are and I'll have track of your husband in 15 minutes. You're sure you don't think... My dear lady, of course not. Hang up now and I'll run him down to Earth in a jiffy. Thank you so much. I, I am frightened. Naturally, naturally, naturally. I'll wait. Uh, I won't be long. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Roger, what are you doing up at this time? There was a phone call from Malone's wife. She's not home yet. Roger. He looked half asleep when he climbed into his car here. Oh, dear. No, no, no. Let's not go thinking things. I'm going to get some clothes on and get the car out. You're scared? No, no, I'm not. It's just extraordinary, that's all. A little disconcerting. I wonder if disconcerting is the right word. Well, it's a nice night. Roads are dry. Well, what's this? Some fellow waving on the road. Yes, what is it? Hey! Hey! Yes? Hey. Yes, what is it? Uh, there, there's a tough one up there, mister. I can't do anything by myself. What? Who is it? I don't know. The car's a mess. There's a man inside. Maybe he's dead. Now, listen. I'm Roger Deneen. Drive my car to the first house on your right toward Lincoln Falls. The lady will let you in. Call the hospital in Lincoln Falls. Call the state police and call... Uh, oh, what the deuce is his name? Uh, Ames. Dr. Ames. Can you remember all that? Yeah, sure, sure. Oh, where's the wreck? Up ahead there. You see, I was just driving... Toward... I don't give a hang where you were driving. Get into that car and do as I say. Uh, you, I... Do you hear? Uh, yeah, 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 sure. Mr. Deneen, I waited for your call. Something's happened. There's been an accident. Oh. Please let me sit down. Hold on to me. Uh, we'll sit here a few minutes. Do you think you'll get hold of yourself? It is, Jerry. What happened? The car is smashed. Please. We got him out. Dr. Rames arrived just after I got to him. We managed to get him out. He's on his way to the hospital now. It's bad? He was unconscious. That's all I know. I'll go to the hospital. Of course, I'll take you at once. Oh, uh, what about his mother? I don't think I can write. Would you put something on a note? One of Jerry's pads is on that table. 
Just tell her there's been an accident. I think I know what to say. Will you... I'll go upstairs and put on the dress. Can you manage it? I think so. Anne? I've never called you Anne before. Yes. Nothing. What are you children doing talking at this time of night, Jerry? You ought to have more sense. Anne, is that you? You have to say something. You must get sleep, Jerry. You're tired. Hasn't your wife told you that you... Why, Mr. Deneen? Mrs. Malone... Please forgive us for disturbing you. What does this mean? What's the matter with you, girl? Mrs. Malone, there's been a bit of an accident and... What? Uh... Excuse me, I'll, I'll go upstairs. Accident? Well, uh... What, yes. Uh, now, you needn't be too much alarmed. Uh, th- that is to say... Uh, uh, I don't mean... Come, man, speak up. Don't stammer like a schoolboy. Where's your tongue? Sorry. Is my son alive? Yes, Mrs. Moore, yes. He's alive. Where is he? At the hospital. By now... Oh, yes, he must be there by now. It's serious. Rather serious, I'm afraid. You don't mean rather serious. You mean serious, don't you? Yes. I see. You take this very well. I admire you. You have a car, of course. Wait here. I want you to take me to the hospital right away. Be good enough to call Mrs. Morrison. We'll have to take the baby there. You'll find her number on a card. Do it right away. Yes, of course. I shan't be long. By George. Anne. I'm going to the hospital with Mr. Deneen, Mother. I'm going with you. We're taking Jill to Mrs. Morrison. I've told Mr. Deneen to call her and wake her. Are you all right? Yes, I'm all right. He's told you, has he? It's serious, Mother. I know. Here now, here, let me tie that. Your hands are trembling. Thank you. There we are. Now wait for me. I'll dress. And everything is going to be all right. Keep telling yourself that. Yes. And if we have to face worse consequences, we must be ready for that, too. I know. Always remember this, no matter what. Millions of people have gone through this experience before us and haven't been broken or beaten by it. I know. You're not going to be, either. I'm not thinking of myself. No, but I am. Because if your husband is... is dead when we get there, it will be you. He's your son. I'm an old woman. The important thing is you. Not me. Mother. Look, Anne. There's the dawn. Do you see... Listen again Monday to young Dr. Malone and all the other Three Oaks people who are brought to you by pure, all-vegetable Crisco. This is Ron Rawson reminding you that when people say, some cook...